Okay, and we should be in the elemental plane of... Nope. What is this? I mean, it looks like the lab. Except bear. Oh no, man. I think we went back in time. This is what the lab looked like when we first recorded our first episode. Oh, remember those days? Our audio was so echoey. At least it's distracted from how stiff and awkward we were as hosts. I mean, the show was still solid, but boy, we've come a long way. All we can hope is if anyone hears this first episode, they know that they can listen to the catalog in any order they want. Yeah, and that starting in 2019, we got brand new mics and creative sound design. Plus, we don't swear anymore. Oh, damn, that's right, we used to swear. Shit, yeah. Look, I don't think the portal's gonna work again anytime soon. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to stay here? Long enough to relive episode one, at least. <sighs> Alright, should I start the theme song? You can if you want, but... Buddy, it's the old theme. Oh no, the dubstep! Hey, listeners, uh, we also have a new theme song in 2019, so ha- hang in there. Much rappier. Thanks for downloading The Lab. We hope you enjoy the show. D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast, with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist, and that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week, we're each going to bring a character to the table and argue over who did a better job. We have a plethora of content to draw from and a criteria to score our creations, leaving only to convince the other that theirs is worse. Hi, I'm Garen. I'm Dan. We are Ava Players. This idea came as a result of constantly creating characters um, and sending them to each other. Yeah, I'm sure this is something that you as players find yourselves doing with your friends all the time. You know, you get new content, you get a new book, and you just can't wait to build a character and, and just, you know, create a backstory and, and plug them into a game. And we don't have that many games going on. I have one game going on. You, you have I two. Have, I have two. And I'm also the DM in our game. So uh, I'm not even playing a character at the moment, but I can't help wanting to make them all the time. And we thought, what better way to really exercise these demons than to create these characters and see you know who's uh who's doing a better job yeah absolutely and uh i just want to say as a disclaimer um all of the content that we're going to be compiling and and presenting on these shows uh is going to pertain to the fifth edition rule set and i want to say as a disclaimer that i'm always going to make a better character oh yeah no 100 percent of the time you're Uh, yeah first episode you're going down down there's no way no okay all right so just to recap on what we said in the intro there yeah we're using fifth edition content this first episode and then episode after that the first couple at least are going to be player's handbook exclusive as far as race and class and we're gonna have backgrounds go and we have established 10 items that we think would kind of encapsulate a character yeah uh, and i i don't i'm sorry to interrupt i don't know about you but getting these characters built just from the player's handbook really got me in touch with the fundamentals of the game uh i don't don't know how you felt creating these things but it was it was kind of fun going just strictly from player's handbook content oh my god there's so much you gloss over you know you feel like you've read everything but then when you go back and and really take a moment to explore something that you're not familiar with yeah you, you realize just how unfamiliar you are uh, so I absolutely agree. Yeah, so let's hit that. Uh, what's the scorecard look like? 
Okay, so what we're going to run through here, and we're going to hit these one by one after we introduce our characters. Uh, we're going to have uh, head bashing, which is melee combat. Uh, then we're going to move on to sharpshooting, which will be for your ranged characters. We have burninating, which is dealing damage with magic. The control freak, which is how well you, you control the combat situation. Uh, meat shield, how much of a hit you can take. Friend zone, how well do you assist your allies both in and out of combat? Chemical imbalance, how balanced are your abilities, which uh, we'll mention here we are doing point by because that's the only way to do it. And uh, smooth operator, so that's going to be uh, your friendly charisma as well as your social navigating. So a lot of the things that we're doing outside of combat, your, your, your magic to be used as deception, your sleight of hand, you know, just navigating um, situations without ruffling any feathers. And then spitting fire, which is the opposite of that. That is uh, intimidation and kicking open doors to solve problems. My personal favorite. And then uh, the last one is going to be curb appeal, which really is just the X factor of the character. Um, you know, really, how, how sexy is this character? Do, how, how much do you really just want to plug this thing in and play? How sexy do you think your guy is this week? Oof. Before we even get started. I haven't met your character. You haven't met mine. No. Uh, we're about to introduce these guys. I mean... I... I have not felt this confident about a first-level player in since I started playing D&D ever. So I'm just going to throw that out. I, too, feel like I've created something that I would absolutely love to jump into right away. And it's going to be, as I mentioned before, far superior to yours. But you know what? Um, I'm going to be gracious and allow you to introduce uh, your character first. Why don't you just give us a quick rundown as to who they are what their race and class is, and just a quick synopsis before we go into the details. Alrighty, so um, I have a half-elf sorcerer, background of Outlander, alignment of chaotic neutral. His name is Sardar Klan. So what's that? Sardar Klan. Sardar. Yeah. Sorry, Dare, you're going to lose. Sorry, Dare. Sorry, Dare, you're going to lose. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give a little bit of his backstory because I think that's that's where we're going to win this X factor. So his mother perished at a very young age, and he and his father ran an amusement park in the outskirts of Faron. So he relied heavily, actually his father relied heavily on Sardar to assist him in running the various attractions. And because of this, Sardar was educated primarily on the odds and ends of magic that his father knew in order to keep business operations alive and uh, sort of to run the business. So there was a lot of just really scrappy magic. However, two years ago, his father perished prematurely um, in an unknown accident that is believed to be related to dark magic. Sardar has very little recollection of the incident, but he was actually forced to abandon the business operations of the amusement park and just abandoned it completely. So he was looking for a fresh start and he relied solely on his limited magical knowledge and his nature focus uh, based off his intuition as a half-elf. Just for survival, he migrates through various burrows of Faerun and uh, uses his good looks and charm to gain favor in various towns. Ultimately, he deceives each of those whom he has gained favor in, in the end by stealing their gold and then fleeing town. Though Sardar states that he uses his horn and crossbow to hunt wild quail while traveling, there is actually a legend of people that know of Sardar that states that he actually uses the weather to kill game for consumption. Ah, so first of all, with Orphan, I'm shocked. Mm -hmm. uh, they're both of his parents are dead. Oh no! 
Also, who was investigating his father's death that they don't know how he died, but they suspect it was dark magic? What was the, what was the crack team on this? <laughs> was, was forensics run at all on his father's death? Was it involved with any, was it amusement park ride collapsed on him or what happened? I mean, this is, a, this is your typical shady carny death. A shady carny, shady carny yeah. death. He I, just wound up under a, the back wheels of a trailer. No, we're talking dark magic. I mean, eye sockets empty, finger fingertips just blackened and scorched. It looks as though his soul was was sucked out. He he was, you know, looked like he was screaming prior to perishing. Oh, so you ripped that right from like the Central Florida Fair, then? Okay. Uh, yeah. No. No. All right. All right. Well, so I'm gonna go over some stats on this guy. All right. How about that? No. No. Well, 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 why don't you why don't you really lay into the stats once we get to the things? Because I need to introduce you to who's going to beat Sardar. Okay. In fair. episode one. Fair. Fair. And uh, her name oh. is Rastlin Shatterpeak. <laughs> Rastlin Shatterpeak is a noble mountain dwarf. She is a war cleric and she is chaotic good. As I mentioned, she is a noble because she comes from the uh, the very well-respected Shatterpeak family. Uh, they are great landholders in the dwarven community. Now, uh, Rastlin is one of four children. She has three brothers, two older and one younger. And they are, uh, when they grew up, now, I'll, I'll, let me start to mention, her whole family's still alive, by the way. Wow. All, all it, five of them. Yeah. Uh, mom, I, dad, and three brothers. And, and I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're playing the, the, the feminine card on this one. It's uh easy win over with half no, of our no, audience. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I just, I just, I just felt like this character was just uh, hmm. perfect for, for what I was trying to accomplish uh, because Rastlin, uh, she's, um, she's feminine, but she can really hold her own. You know, growing up with three brothers, you know, there was a lot of rough housing and she could give it as much as she could, she could take it. And if them got hurt, you know, Rastlin was actually the one that would look after her brothers because as strong as they were, uh, they were a bit dimmer uh, than she was and she wanted to look out for them. Hence her her cleric undertones there because she praises to the god Trithyrine, which I'm, I'm having a hard time pronouncing, I'll admit, uh, Trithyrine, which is a Greyhawk god of war. Sounds like you know quite a bit about it. Keep, keep I do, going. I yeah, he's keep going. The, he is the foe of oppression. Uh-huh. And uh, that's something that's very important to Rastlin because uh, even though she was uh, very successful or you know, she had a, even though she had a lot going for her in her youth, uh, she still wanted to look out for those that were weaker than her. And uh, she doesn't exactly abide by the local laws uh, because... But chaotic good. So. Chaotic good. Yes. Because... because She's rich. Because she's rich, she doesn't think that all the laws apply to her. But one law that she does believe in is the preservation of life and making sure that the little guy is stood up for. So she might... Oh, so she's like an ethical Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she, she might get caught speeding, uh, uh-huh. but, but, you know, she's At not... a speed of 25, that's highly unlikely, but yeah. Yeah, but if she runs over anybody, she's going to stop and, and check on them to make okay. sure they're okay. And she doesn't. She does not drink and drive. She's very, very responsible. Okay. Uh, so the carriage, you know, is is purely sober. So that's that's my girl for episode one. And no, Sardur, 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 So why don't uh, Sardur and Rastlin get into it with uh, going right off the bat? Go right from the top. Go back to head bashing, which is our melee. Uh, account for and we will see 
who's truly gonna reign supreme. Now, the one thing that we will mention is while we are rating on all these criteria, we're going to apply a modifier for how well they perform in each category. They are gonna get a score in every single category, and that's gonna range from minus two to plus two. So that's a five different scores that you can receive. We will establish what they get, and at the end, we will tally it up, and we will see that Rasslin won. So you wanna start with... Uh... Well, sure, I'm, I'm actually, I'll, I'll just say that I'm not too proud to admit that head bashing is not Sardare's, um, you know, his strong point. Should I put you down for the minus two? Yeah, we're gonna go ahead yeah, and go to minus can, two. You can accept the minus two? Yeah, I'm gonna two? accept because minus two. Because you have a strength of... Uh, I have a strength of eight. eight, eight yeah, okay, with so a that's... modifier of negative one. Melee is not gonna be his strong point, but I will tell you, uh, that's going to be the only minus two he gets today. Okay, so uh, Rasslin has a strength of 14, which is a, a plus plus two. She does carry a Warhammer, uh, which is a D8 plus two when she deals damage. So I'm not going to pretend she gets a plus two, but I am going to say she gets a plus one for a score on head bashing. Would you agree? Sure. Yeah, yeah I, think that that's, I think that that's fair. All right. We're off to a great start. Off to a great start. I got a, a three-point lead on you. Amicable. I'm, I'm very happy about this. Let's go into ranged combat. What do you got in the ranged world? So one thing I failed to mention, uh, in addition to this wonderful magic that Sardare possesses, he does have a crossbow that he has handy. With a dex of 10, it's not his go-to, but I do think it is worthy of a plus one. A plus one? A plus one. What kind of damage dealing are you doing with that crossbow? You're doing a D. You're doing a D8. Yeah, I got a D8 damage. So, with so that. with that, so with that crossbow, you got a D8 with no modifier on it. So just a straight up D8. And correct. Your two hit modifier is plus one or plus two because of your proficiency. Correct. I don't think you get a. You said a plus one. You get a plus one on this. You think you get a plus one on this? I mean, I give. I, you, get, I give. I get a plus. Zero. I think I think you're middle of the range on that. Hmm. Uh, the fact that I'm carrying a ranged weapon and I don't have a negative modifier, I think that that gives me a plus one. I, I'll take a zero. Um, I, I think that I'm strong enough in the rest of these okay. to, to well, take Well, I will say uh, I actually have a nine, which is a negative one. I also have a crossbow. Uh, Rasslin also has a crossbow. Uh, I think she deserves a minus one. I don't know that she deserves a minus two oh, on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that crossbow with the minus one modifier. How do you think, how do you think that's going to Well, she hit? still has the proficiency, so she still gets the plus one to hit and the D8, uh, but it is a D8 minus one as far as damage goes. Yeah. So it's a maximum of seven damage yeah so i think that well i'm not gonna say yeah i'll say minus one i think you should match your dex modifier with uh how you score here okay so you know what you're uh you're tentative about this i'll give you the plus one i'll take the minus one it comes I'm, out in the wash i'm still in the lead which is what's important here so let's go uh this is where it's gonna get a little interesting let's go into burninating with dealing damage with magic what does sardare have when it comes to combat what what spells is sardare gonna whip out so this is where Sardare really shines. Um, being able to control weather, he has cantrips that are nice and powerful. Nice and nice, nice and powerful for a cantrip? I don't think anyone's ever said that. Oh, okay, well, um, we're going we're gonna to go with Chill Touch as a cantrip. That's I mean, uh, 1d8. You're going to call d8 nice and powerful? At level 1. Adequate. We give you adequate. Okay. All right, go through, run through. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to go through spells as well. Okay, uh, the next one is Ray of Frost, another 1d8 cold mm -hmm. damage. Okay, I will say, even though this category is called burninating, I will say that you're, you're developing a nice ice theme here, and that's not a slight. Shocking Grasp. Mm -hmm. Mind you, these are cantrips, uh -huh. not spell slots. Which means you can use them all the time. I got 1d8 you on that. lightning damage. 
Mm-hmm. We're talking the full plethora of storms here, and then we're going to finish that off with the level one evocation of Thunder Wave. Mm, thunder Wave. I, I mean, who doesn't love Thunder Wave? Thunder Wave is... Uh, 2d8 thunder damage, my friend. It's pretty juicy. Yeah, okay, level one. So you got the 2d8 thunder damage, you do have the pushback, and that's three cantrips that all deal damage, which actually, I will, um, I'll, I'll give you that, it kind of balances out your, your weakness... It definitely balances out your weakness in the melee. Uh, plus two. Keep going. What, let's see what what uh, what Rastin has. Well, I'll tell you right now, Rastin has nothing to offer in Burning. Oh, okay. Game. Negative two. Got it. Uh, actually, uh, I, I will have to accept a negative two because Rastin is not sporting any spells that deal damage. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take the minus two on Burninating, but it, I'm not worried. Because is she's, about, she's about to make up some serious ground. This is a cleric we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But there's no negative four because you have nothing to bring to the table here. Oh, um, there's, no, it's neg- negative two. It's All right, ne- fine. It's negative, negative two. It's negative two. But you, oh, darn it. Now's the point when I remember that. All right, point of order. Point of order, Dan. I have War Priest. I have War Priest, which gives me a bonus attack equal to my wisdom modifier. I have plus two. Are you going so back to head bashing I'm, I'm, I'm right going now? back to head bashing and I think I deserve a plus two on head bashing because I forgot I have war priest which means I could take two bonus attacks between short rests. That's effectively two attacks per round at level one. You are so salty that you had a negative two. I'm not salty about it. I'm just saying I, I wasn't looking over here on this corner. You know, this, this, this right side of my screen here. Fine. You can take it. That's fine. I, I, all I, right. I think, I think all that's right. good. I think that's good. All right. Let's move into the next I, one. I just want to. I just want to add. For, you I just want to add. This? What is um, this now? You know, for the burninating. This is wild magic. We roll a one. Things can turn into a goat. Things get kind of crazy. Well, now why'd you bring that up? Because that that might weaken your stance. No, absolutely. I mean, there there it could affect the enemy. It could affect me. I think it. I mean, it definitely adds to the curb appeal. But we'll get there. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk Control Freak, because who's, who's ever talking about Control? Wild Magic is not Control. But you know who's got Control? Rasslin' Shatterpeak. Oh yeah, those she, two... Those she's two. controlling left and right. You know why? Because she has got Guidance. She's got Command. Guidance, allowing her... Uh, giving a buff to her teammates, allowing them to roll a D4 uh, and add that to any any... Um, ability check and you know like a, a two hit check and then command where she tells the enemy to stop attacking if that's not control i don't know what is so if we're going to talk about control i i've laid out the fact that i can pretty much dismantle somebody with a cantrip and a spell in the same turn um and then you know move on and uh the next turn create a fog cloud make it completely Difficult to see on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, your fog cloud, really great. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think we're you know, and then of course I can you know, back up, back away from the battle, rave frost and shoot with the crossbow and you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. You have a little bit of control, but well, no, that that'll. I'm gonna I'm gonna say plus one for me on on uh, control. I think we both get a plus one. I think you have solid control. Um, I venture you're a zero, though. Because a zero? You, well, you get two extra attacks, but that is... You need a short rest to do it again. So you can do it once. Well, I'm not talking... That's not control. That's that's my that's my two... That's my uh, head bashing. How are you... This is... Right, but how are you controlling battle? How command. 
I'm yeah. commanded. You're fog cloud. Oh, you know, I mean, my command. You have to say if you don't save against that, you have to do what I say. And I say right now, give me a plus one. Roll a wisdom save. You failed. I checked okay, it. All right, all right. We can do a plus one. We 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 are even keel. All right. Uh, let's talk meat shield. So you lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is not his strong point. Um, armor class of ten. However, armor wait whoa, whoa. armor class of ten. How did you even get that low? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, it goes up. That's cost. like a guaranteed hit. Yeah. So it it um, it it's not his strong point. Okay, it's not his strong point. But because his his spells and cantrips can be done from a distance, I don't think that this is very relevant. I will take a negative it's one. In, it's incredibly relevant. Negative one. You're getting a negative two. State an your AC, case. An State AC your of case. ten. State your case. That goblin in the back that was given a bow for the first time. He didn't even want to be here for this fight, and he's he's you know working for some lich lord. And the guy said, "Yo, you got to go fight these this party." And he doesn't even know how to string it. He just haphazardly shoots an arrow into the air. Boom! That's going right into you because you can't dodge it. And you got no armor to protect yourself from it. An AC of 10, you, you're practically a target. I mean, state your case. Where's, uh, where's your red your... shirt and khakis? Because you should be working at target. <laughs> state your case for your character. Oh, for my character? Yeah. Uh, AC of 18, game over. That's it? That's where you're going to... I've got, I've, got, I've got heavy armor. I've got a shield. I've got 10 hit points, which isn't fantastic, but a cleric only gets a D8, and I've got that plus two constitution modifier, so that's going to get tankier as I go on. I, I, you know also, what? I'll, I'll venture I can this. throw a shield of faith on myself, and I become an AC of 20. Yeah, and I, I will say this. If a cleric is nothing else, it would be a meat shield. I mean, you, you do well, have... you got that in Paladins, but this, we're not worried about that because we've got your, your flimsy little noodle boy... And my Hulk and chick. You can take a plus two. I'll take point. a minus two. That's fine. We're gonna we're keep going. We're gonna keep right. going. I, I feel that I, the rest oh, of this is mine. We're going right. No, no. The rest of this is not yours because we're going right into friend zone. Okay. And a cleric is friend to everybody. Yeah. I spare feel... the dying. Shield of faith again. Cure wounds. Guidance. I'm gonna go back to the the fact that I'm able to support my friends uh, with. Doing a cantrip and a spell. Um, wait, 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 what do you mean? How are you gonna How are you gonna help your friend doing that? I can I can wipe out enemies. That's that is no, ally no, no, assistance. No, 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 that's that ally. No, okay. that's just fog, damage. Fog cloud. We are talking fog You're cloud. We're going back into fog cloud again. Yeah, oh, sure. Fog what cloud. What else do you have? Well, I mean, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're, we're gonna, gonna get, get there. there. We're gonna, we're get, gonna there. get there. So so you are offering nothing on friend zone. I think that fog cloud um, gives. An advantage in combat to my friends. I give you a minus one. Okay. But I think I get a plus two again. I do think you do get a plus two. This is my this is my my stuff here. All right, All right. we're gonna go to chemical imbalance, which is just overall ability imbalance. So I'm gonna go down the line here. Um, yeah, strength. Strength. Mention again, this is all point by point and by and the only additions were um of course uh, race bonuses that you get. Correct. So um, strength of eight, dex of ten. Constitution of 13, Intelligence of 13, Wisdom of 15, and Charisma of 17. Um, How'd you get your Charisma up to 17? Oh, we got race bonuses as a half-elf. Oh, the half-elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All that yeah, Charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad charismatic. So you bought it up to 15? No. Yeah, yeah. 15 is the highest. Yeah, you bought yeah, it up to 15 so and you got that plus 2. Okay. Got that plus 3 modifier there. That is also my spellcasting modifier. I think that everything else is, is pretty balanced. These, you know... 
Well, let's take a look at this again. All right, because as far as your... Okay, I, I will say, uh, I think your only weakness here is in your dexterity. Because, yeah, you're a spell caster and your charisma is high. That's what you need for a sorcerer. But I think uh, your strength and dexterity, you're so physically weak... I, I just feel like there's a slight imbalance on how physically weak you are. Right. Like do do one push-ups are there. All right. I, I, I'm just going to say, you know, we have to take into consideration sorcerers are not going to be in the thick of combat. We are taking a step back and we are, you know, casting spells from a distance. That's all I'm going to say. I feel like considering the class, he's pretty damn balanced. But all right. let's hear what let's hear what you've got. All right, Rasslin Shatter Peak has got a strength of fourteen, a Dex of nine. Sorry, he, with a crossbow? What did you say? A Dex of what? Well, she's not worried about her crossbow. That crossbow is collecting dust on her back because she's up there with her warhammer and her shield, you know, soaking up that damage, protecting her friends. So that Dex of, of nine, that's due to the fact, you know, she's got she's got clubbed feet. That's not her fault. She was born that way. Oh, you you failed to mention that she's a cripple. Well, she's not a cripple. She's not a cripple. She just she just walks a little stilted, you know? She's just oh, she's got a God. shuffling step. If that doesn't affect X Factor, you're taking a negative two on, on X Factor. On, no, no, right no, 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 now. Don't even get into that. Don't even get into that. Okay. Oh. Strength of 14, dex of nine, constitution of fourteen, because she knows how to take a punch. Uh, intelligence of eight, because she's a noble, she didn't have to do any of that book learning. You know, she didn't have tutors. She's going to make really, really unwise decisions. Don't worry about it. Don't, no, no. Why, you just said wise decisions. Unwise. And her wisdom, And her wisdom is 15, which is, I believe, equal to Sir Lear. And her charisma is still at 15 because she is a noble. She knows how to deal with people. So here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. The, uh, the dex of nine, the uh, intelligence of eight kind of bring her down a little bit. She's not, uh, not going to win uh, any spelling bees. And she's not going to really be able to keep up with the party. I'm not saying I get a plus two. I'll say a plus one for both of us. I think that considering our classes, considering the race, um, we have pretty good balance. This is the last time I'm going to do this. Last time, I promise, ever. Okay? This is the first episode, but I'm never going to do this again. I will give you a plus two on your balance because you have sold me. As far as the sorcerer goes, that is balance. And you've already took that minus two on on Meat Shield because he's not taking any hits. Yes. All right. All right, smooth operator. Talk to me about how Sardare handles a, uh, a fancy party or guards that are intimidating him. Okay, so he has a he has proficiency in persuasion and deception, um, which is a plus five to the roll. So he's pretty much walking in to any situation, and he is a social engineer. He, you know, is basically able to. With his dashing good looks and his uh, deceptive behavior and charm, pretty much able to convince anyone to do anything. Okay, but he's not getting that plus two because we're also encapsulating Smooth Operator with being uh, sleight of hand check, stealth, things like that. And that low dex is not doing him any favors. Uh, I I would argue that his deception, meaning that he can trick someone into believing just about anything... Um, makes him as smooth of an operator as one could be. I don't think he's that good. Does he have any illusions or anything like that? I have I have proficiency on per, uh, persuasion as well as deception. What are you bringing to the table? No, but I'm talking about what does he do to escape jail? He can't just talk his way out of jail. Oh, certainly. People don't talk their way out of jail. Oh, when you are as good looking... By the way, he's 16. OJ would have been out of jail a long time ago if you could have talked your way out of jail. He just got out now. But OJ doesn't do look. OJ doesn't look like a sixteen-year-old George Clooney with pointy ears. Okay, 
You never said this guy had Clooney going on. Oh, he's Clooney. Also, also, young Clooney was a bit odd looking. Older Clooney is much more handsome. Oh, he's got all the good stuff of the old Clooney with the benefits of okay. young I, age. I'm still not sold on giving you a plus two on that. Uh, let me talk to you quickly about Raslin. Uh, when she comes to the table with that plus 15, or with that 15 charisma, the plus two modifier, she also has persuasion uh, proficiency because she knows how to deal with people, that noble confidence, you know what I mean? She also has proficiency in insight. She knows how to read people. Oh, that is a stretch. Her dex is low, and and that's not going to help her no, get jailed either. No, it certainly isn't. No, uh, I'm saying plus ones on both sides. No, I'm absolutely not. No you way. Think you get a plus two. Absolutely. I'm. I have way more going on with my charisma. If anyone actually either. listens to this, I I I hope you disagree with him. But he is being so stalwart on this. Oh man, I'm taking a plus two. You're, Nothing you're, less. You're, fine. You get a plus one. You're you can not, you can take the, that you're insight. Not the boss of me. You can take an you're insight. Not the boss of me. All right. Insight. All, right, talk, all you about, want. talk about spitting fire here. All right, spitting fire. That's uh, aggressively handling things, kicking open doors. Uh, Raslin can kick open that door. Uh, she can smash things with her hammer. She's got that war priest for that bonus attack if she does need to fight her way out of a situation. And um, she's got well, her intimidation is only a two because she's not proficient in that. So I would say she's a plus one in, in this as well because she is a bit brutish. And she still has that high charisma. I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue that you're a zero. What? Um, I'm gonna take a plus one because no, I have a plus three modifier to my charisma. No, no, so, you, you just pushed that so hard on the last one. How is this? But no, this we is can also use this. we can use this aggressively. Work. Do you have any? Do you have any intimidation? No, you don't have proficiency in intimidation. But you can do an intimidation check, which works off your charisma modifier, yeah, 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 which is plus have, three. You only have one on me, so you don't get a two over a zero. I'm not taking a two. I'm taking a one. You're taking a one? You get a zero. No, I get a one. I still got that charisma. You and got I, that. All right, and, you, and you have an extra and attack. And I can kick open that door. And you have, yeah, you have an extra attack. You have strength. One's on both sides. Actually, all right. This yeah. is where the real fight starts. The curb appeal, the swagger. What makes this character something that someone else would want to play, apart from all the obvious here? All right? Um, all right, so go so, for it. So, all right, you want me to? Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you want to be this cool confident chick that looks out for her buddies smashes in bugbear brains and uh saves the life when you're on the verge of death she puts that hand on your cheek and she says come here baby get back in the fight throws that cure wounds on you boom you're back in there that's the character you want to play the hammer the shield the beard on the woman's face that's the character you want wrestling shatter peak plus two curb appeal okay so um this is where this is where I'm going to shine. I'm not going to take anything less than a plus two. So this this backstory where he doesn't recall what happened to his father. Yeah, because he's an orphan like every other character. Okay. Well, he is proficient in deep speech and under common. He Ooh. does not know how he became proficient in these languages. Talk to me about deep speech. Yeah, he does. I can't. I can't go too low. He doesn't know how he learned these, which is opening up... Uh, a complete backstory on some some dark magic, possibly some alignment changes later on in the game. Because he is able to, I've set this character up to control weather. We are looking at storm sorcery here. Uh, you are totally set up at third level to go full. No, no, storm no I'm not talking about their level. Not talking about their level. You sell me on level one. That's what I'm selling you. I'm selling I'm you telling you right I'm off the bat. You, she's ready to rock and roll. I'm telling one. you right now that this 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 character, the sex appeal here. Is oh. is totally sixteen year old sex appeal? Yeah. Now, yeah this is illegal. Clooney. Even in Faerun, that's illegal. Oh man. 
you know, Clooney, Clooney sex appeal, okay? And mm. and we're we're talking, we're playing him at level one, but this is a character that you'd want to play all the way up to level twenty. Um, there is so much to work off of with this backstory, and you just get some really cool magic going on. Great, uh, great what? You know, I, what, I, what, I, what, what, what? I don't, I, I think that he's uh, a great social operator. Yeah, and you, you can have you, a lot you, of fun. You, you've already exhausted yourself. I, on I think on that, that this is a lot of fun. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not giving you a plus two on it. I mean, this is, this is not going to be somewhere where we agree. This is, this is a personal, this is an emotional situation here. I feel like, All I right, feel here's, like. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Even if we gave ourselves both plus two on our curb appeal, even if we don't back down, that's not going to change the ending score because that's basically a wash. Let's hear it. All right, so here's what I'll say. Let's tally it up. Let's see where we're at. Let's get the results. And if anyone, if anybody at all ever listens to this, they tell us who gets the curb appeal points. I don't think it's going to matter because when you tally this up, I think you're you're going to have it. I've been writing it down, but I have not been keeping track. I think you've got it. Here we go. You think I've got it? Yeah. Oh, are you are you are you counting here? All right, so let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Um, that is for overall. Your score is a two. You mm-hmm. have a plus two modifier, and oh 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 dang oh yep there it is there it is. That's a plus seven for wrestling. Yeah, Shatterpeak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is an overwhelming victory for the Mountain Dwarf War Cleric from the noble family. I'll hand it to you, but X Factor, I don't think any, I mean, appealing to the feminists here um, by going going that route and saying, well, this is a tough tomboy that you can really just plug and play, uh, It that's just not sexy enough. All right. Well, you take your 16-year-old orphan and you try and put him out there as to how sexy he is. Clooney was Batman. Talk about orphans. Not when he was 16. <laughs> All right. So this is a victory for me, Garen. Yep. Uh, and uh, my first of many. And I, I, yeah, nope. But enjoy it. Bask in it. Um, make sure that uh, you listeners follow us on Twitter at D&D Character Lab. So that's uh, D-N-D. That's correct. The that's because that's, that's what we couldn't put. Because we couldn't put the ampersand on Twitter. It's D-N-D Character Lab. Also D-N-D Character Lab at Gmail if you want to send us a mail. Um, if you want to send us a mail. Yeah, send us, send, send us a snail mail through email. That, that works. That, that would be lovely. Yeah. Uh, I'm Garen. I'm Dan. We are, uh, we are brothers by marriage, but also brothers by blood, I think, at this point. It's, um, yeah. You don't remember when, when we shared our blood, uh, but it was great. And this is my first victory. We'll be back for episode two, where we will be doing level two characters. Straight from the player's handbook. Straight from the player's handbook. We'll see you then. Take care. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly... Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. 